And we're live. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. This is a very morning episode. And bless Leo's little soul. She woke up at 7.30 for me. So she could do a morning episode. <laughs> I feel like me complaining about 7.30 a.m. is a bit, like, makes me sound really dramatic. But could I just caveat that no. Marco just arrived last night and he only arrived at, like, 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, so you've had, like, five hours. <laughs> Not even, probably less. But... It's all good. I love getting up for the podcast. I actually sometimes love morning episodes. They're quite cozy. I love getting up and the first call of the day is with you. Like, that's fun. Oh my god, stop it. My head's gonna get too big. <laughs> <laughs> I wish all my work calls were with you, you know? <laughs> oh my god, should I work for Samplon? <laughs> How fun would that be? But okay, so this episode, as the title's probably gonna tell you... Spoiler alert! <laughs> ...is about breakups and... Our experiences with it, kind of our thoughts on how to help you get over them. What's kind of the history of us wanting to talk about it? I feel like we got quite a couple of like messages about it. Yeah, we've received a couple of messages. Yeah, people being like, I've gone through a breakup and I really just want to hear you guys talk about it. Or people just telling us how good they felt yeah. after healing from a breakup. And we thought that's just like such a relatable topic. Um, everyone goes through a breakup at some point in their life. Uh, which is yeah. going to be funny because I'm going to be talking about breaking up when I have no breakup experience <laughs> in terms of relationship. Because obviously, Ed... Oh, let's caveat that Leo and I are both in happy relationships. This has nothing yeah, to do with Yeah, nobody's broken up with anyone. Um, but I have had, like, friendship breakups that I think I've had to heal from almost the same way. So I do think I can give that side of it yeah. as well. Um, but... It'll be interesting to hear Leo's experiences as well. Yeah, and I have had, I mean, I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've had kind of a serious relationship breakup of like over three years and obviously more like dating breakups, which weren't like a technical relationship, but I think they can be like just as hard or sometimes harder to move on. And I've seen that from friends as well, that sometimes it's like the situationships, as you would call them in like today's dating world, where actually that's really tough because... It's like you're mourning the potential versus like the actual person almost, you know, yes. and that can be really hard to deal with as well. So, and yeah, we'll dive into it all a bit later. But yeah, and also what we saw, we asked beginning of this episode, um, beginning of this week, we asked on our Instagram like, oh, how are you guys doing? Like what's on your mind? And I think like two people or two or three people were saying that they were like going through a breakup right now or that they're proud of how they're handling it and everything. And I just like, that, and we had in our minds already that we kind of wanted to do this episode. So it just kind of like reaffirmed. Yeah, so it was very... That, you know, mm. it's and it's, yeah, it's one of those, I think, universal experiences. I know that apparently the three most stressful events in a person's life are moving, <laughs> divorce and death. And I feel like divorce obviously is like the ultimate form of a breakup right because that's breakup. kind of you know you've put a <laughs> yeah. you've you've made it legal you've you've built a kind of traditional family unit in that way but I feel like within the divorce category goes all sorts of breakups because you can be just as in love or just as committed even if you know you're you're not married on paper mm. it's almost like, like there's additional complications that come from divorce rather than just like a breakup but both hard <laughs> yeah I mean divorce sounds ex like so so difficult to go through I think even just because you're dealing with so many like and I in breakups maybe a little bit as well but it's not only you that you're dealing with and I'm not like taking kids into consideration because that's a whole other ball game but it's like societal expectations or like the expectations you had for yourself of like you only get married yeah. once you know you you're not going to be the one to be divorced and I think that's whether your parents have gone through a divorce or whether they haven't like I think there's so many thoughts that you'll have on it and expectations that like society is going to place on yourself and you feeling like you have failed in some way and I do think that comes into play when it's like a relationship that isn't you know mm. bound in marriage as well because you can still feel like you're a failure if if something has ended or what have I done wrong or you know then looking at kind of the people in relationships and feeling if you're single you're you know you've you failed in some way or you're going to be looked at differently or yeah actually a, a book that um I feel like addressed this quite well which 
shout out to our book club is the seven husbands of evelyn hugo because there were so many aspects of like marriages not failing because or manage marriages failing not because you're a failure as a person but purely because they weren't it wasn't that good of a marriage to begin with or like it's not it has nothing to do with you as a person it's more just like that it just wasn't meant to be um and that's like I was going to mention it later on in the episode that there were certain quotes that resonated with me from the book. Um, that is a really good book if you guys want to read it. Yeah, it's our this month's book club read, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So, you know, if when you're listening to this, it's probably too late to join. I think we have like... It's too late. We have like <laughs> three more days then till we have the discussion. Oh my gosh. Okay. Shall we say what's going to happen though? Are we going to announce that now? I feel like we can, right? We have a lot of things like behind the scenes yeah. that we're working on at the minute. Um, Which is so exciting. I love saying that because I've heard like <laughs> other podcasters or like YouTubers say that, say you know, <laughs> all my life. And I'm like, oh my God. It's so true. What's happening? They're being all secretive. <laughs> I should have just said it. And if we don't want to mention it, we, now we don't say it. Um, but we've been working on updating our logo, mm-hmm. which we're so excited about. And it should be released like any day now if not by the time that this episode goes out definitely by the time the next episode is out we'll have a new logo next week and i mean we loved our like old logo but it's it's now like one and a half years old and if not if not older than that i think it's almost two years old yeah and we did feel like not we grew out of it but it did feel a lot more like childish than kind of who yeah. we are now i think in that moment it was really reflective yeah. of like us being like new yeah and, like just entering the space and everything um but now that we i feel like we've solidated if that's a word our like image that we want to be and we felt like we needed a logo that was that has grown with us basically um and we're, we're super excited to share it and we hope that you guys like it as much as yeah. we do we're like sadly not talented graphic designers so we're not designing this ourselves but we are partnering with yeah. an extremely talented um designer and like i guess i don't know what you would call it but you can a kind of a graphic illustrator, illustrator. on instagram she's called yeah. french 75 studios 75 studio yeah we'll put our link in in kind of the notes the episode notes as well but yeah we just we kind of found her on instagram after doing like a bit of research and her vibe and like the coziness of it we just felt like really resonated with like what our podcast is for us and like what we wanted to embody and how we wanted to feel when like you guys listen to us so yeah we haven't seen the final one yeah. yet but we really hope that obviously we like it <laughs> but also that like you guys love it and that you yeah, I- should see our faces right now. We're like smirking <laughs> so much because we're so excited. I am so excited. It feels like a new a new chapter. And yeah, I, I know it's always weird. I feel like when like podcasts that you like you've known for a long time, like change their logo because it's like, wait, I've been used to this. Like mm. I identify with this. I know that when like a new episode comes out, like that's going to be what it looks like and stuff. But I feel like yeah. hopefully it's going to be a positive change. So excited. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but the other big announcement that's probably the biggest announcement we've had like ever which we're we still don't believe is like a thing that's happening we kind of have to pinch ourselves to remind ourselves yeah that, i don't know <laughs> so it all came about when i was like i think i talked about this like two episodes ago or something i was like in a local bookshop like working and having like a, a grand old time like chatting to the to the bookstore owners yeah and me and Kara had kind of floated the idea around for a while of like wouldn't it be amazing if we did one of our book clubs in person right yeah so I was just like okay let me just ask this this amazing um woman that works in this bookshop and um basically she agreed and we kind of are like (laughs) collaborating on this event together so the matcha diaries book club is gonna become a physical thing like we're gonna have a physical live event the book is gonna be announced very soon and we'll probably announce it like properly in the next episode with like all of the details with when it's gonna happen we know for now it's happening end of november and obviously it's gonna be in london so we know that obviously not everyone lives in England or let alone, you know, close to London. So there's obviously zero pressure 
to come but I think it's like we're just so excited to at least be able to see like some of you guys and for everyone that's a member on Patreon entry will be free Yay. and you'll get like a free a free matcha on arrival and then for everyone else who's not a member of the Patreon you can either buy the book from like the the bookstore which is also really cute because it's like a local bookstore so like you're supporting an an independent bookseller yeah and within the price of the book the entry would be included and the like a free drink or if you don't get the book then it's just five pounds for kind of entry and the drink so yeah we hope that sounds good to you (laughs) and yeah like you said you can just join our patreon if you want to have free entry <laughs> um, but yeah so we're, we're just so excited we're still like fully in the planning stage and everything but yeah and a little from my side little special shout out to leo because obviously obviously she's been the one that's been going in person and like having all these conversations and leading this project if we want to call it a project and i'm just super grateful for her so little <laughs> grateful appreciation Aww statement from my side but. you're so cute i feel like we're like on a work call and you're like my manager kind of giving me like a shout out <laughs> i'm like keep this for when you want a promotion leo it. this is really good for you for your career progression <laughs> the match yes on my annual review <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah we're we're so excited i think we're gonna be like literally so nervous this was, i was gonna say shitting my pants but i was like i don't know if that's very <laughs> if that's a very nice expression <laughs> <laughs> you said we won't Leo, be doing that. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> I just true. Um but yeah, we're just excited to see at least some of you guys in person and it's going to be like a really like small intimate event. Like it's not going to be more than like 25 people or something in total. Yeah. And we're going to like some of our friends are going to join as well and yeah, it's just going to be matchadaries in real life, you know? in person (laughs) which is terrifying but exciting at the same time (laughs) but yeah we're super we hope you still like us and listen to us if you if you meet us in person (laughs) (laughs) okay that's a rambling but i feel like it was important to say yeah yes okay shall we do a quick high and lows yeah shall we quickly <laughs> really quickly do some highs and lows i'll uh, i'll go first um in terms of should i go lows first i'll go lows first uh lee already knows this but I've, <laughs> I've had like a bit of a emotional like mental breakdown <laughs> the past week um but it was mainly because i think i just got a bit overwhelmed with like going back into old family dynamics and which is always, like, I'm so grateful to be here, but at the same time, I think it can get a bit overwhelming. Um, and then just, like, little things with my confidence that just made me, just, I don't know, made me react to things not in ways that I wanted to react, and I just, like, wasn't myself. And then I felt guilty for not, like, for thinking bad of other people, and I'm like, I don't want to think these things, or, like, I don't want to feel these situations, but... Mm. Um, Leo obviously was amazing and I just like jumped on a call with her and like cried and then I felt a lot better afterwards <laughs> honestly like the call changed my whole attitude Aww. like to that day um, for example but it was just a bit of a weird situation I think it's like it's when you get to a level where everything that wouldn't irritate you or like upset you and you have like no basis to get upset about it in the first place and then it just like distorts you and you're like I don't know what's going on with me my brain is just like not handling things um so that was weird (laughs) bit of a quirky quirky moment Kara (laughs) it's so relatable though like I think if you're yeah if your like stress levels are high and you're already impacted by something I think your tolerance for dealing with certain things or situations that normally you'd be so fine with like it's just so much lower I had that in summer when I was just like so overwhelmed with everything like I could feel myself getting irritated or triggered or insecure about things that like I know like normal healthy me would like be unfazed by you know and it's so frustrating because you're like I know I can do better than this like what am I doing I'm impacting other people you know and myself obviously so it's just like being aware of it is the hardest bit as well it's like just knowing and then you're just mad at yourself and then it's just like a cycle um but I think no I think as you always say like I think it's so good that you're aware that like you're not reacting this way because it's like because it's a fact it's because you know you're being 
triggered by something and you're kind of reacting emotionally not that it's actually the the truth you know of things um yeah and I think you dealt with it really well and I think that's all you can do is like be honest with the people around you and stuff and then try and like work through it and also I think it's so normal like when you're home that you like go back into like childhood patterns and stuff like (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah. I even, like... So, so... I was just feeling so heightened and so emotional that I even, like... I checked my period tracking app and I was like, am I going to get my period? And I wasn't. And I was like, oh, God, Car, then you're really like, <laughs> you're really losing <laughs> it at the minute if you can't even blame it on getting your period. So funny. Um, but that was my low. Uh, my high is that in total, I have had a really nice time here. It's, I'm approaching the end of my little summer holiday back at home. Um, so I'll be heading back to the UK on Sunday and I've had a nice time and I always am so happy to be with my parents and see them and I think it's just like general gratefulness for people in my life that I feel this week so feeling good oh that's so sweet I love that what are your highs okay so first of all obviously a a massive high is that Marco very spontaneously booked his tickets to come to London so he arrived last night and we're gonna spend the weekend together he's leaving on Tuesday and then I'm flying to Italy like Friday morning again so <laughs> we're really not gonna have you guys much don't even do a long distance relationship story that's not <laughs> well we, we had a three so week break I know it's not long at all in the grand scheme of things but I think we like no it is like um yeah so yeah very excited so cute and um but kind of the I wanted to say like a smaller high but it was just like it just made my life so fun I think just that like the weather I feel like I obviously as probably most people will know that listen to the podcast I am such like an autumnal girl and like I love the colder season and everything that comes with it and the coziness and the outfits and the and the drinking hot drinks my boyfriend's just come in and <laughs> speaking of hot drinks um what an angel <laughs> and yeah I don't know it's just such like it makes my heart so happy like all of these like tiny little rituals or like wearing a flannel and wearing a jumper and like you know I don't know <laughs> it's such stupid things but I just yeah I love it and no it's cute so it's just made me happy I think summer has been going on forever and I'm like okay I'm not even mad that it's gonna be over now (laughs) so and low I I don't I don't feel like I'm really gonna say a low maybe my only low is just that like I mean work probably still has been stressful but I feel like that's just been that's a boring low like I said that last week I can't just say that every week you know (laughs) um probably my my low is like seeing you so upset and like you know um so that was that was sad um but yeah I think that was the first time I properly like sobbingly cried in front of you I don't think I've ever done that before yeah I was thinking that that like I hadn't properly seen you cry before I don't think yeah progress in our friendship (laughs) yeah I feel honored that you trusted me with your emotions means a lot yeah I mean this leads perfectly into like my friendship breakup stories and like how it's affected me yeah yeah because okay let's go let's get into the topic of the episode and yeah we we thought we'd start by like both giving a bit of of context and our own background and experience with breakups itself yeah So for me, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I haven't actually had like a partner breakup, a boyfriend relationship breakup, but I had a couple of friendship breakups in the past. I had like one main one that fucked me over, I think. Um, And I only think I truly started to heal from it by getting close to Leo. And that was like two years ago, maybe. That's when I first started to let myself get close to people. But basically like, the way I handled that friendship breakup was that I just didn't let myself get attached to anyone. So if future, if I had any like friendships that ended up having falling out, I actually never felt anything, like no pain, because I was truly like numb to mm. it. And I, th- I always thought that if I kept my thoughts and like my feelings hidden away, that that would kind of like protect 
me and so actually my friendships were very one-sided it would always it would always be me getting to know the other person and like being the support to them but always keeping like my issues and like my problems to myself which I don't know if you noticed this when we started getting close at the beginning like I hated talking about myself um or I'd always like apologize if I started to talk about Mm -hmm. myself um but I truly thought think that that was me like protecting myself because if anything happened to the friendship it's not like I gave too much of myself into it yeah which is obviously not healthy at all don't recommend to anyone uh but I guess a way for me to a way that I've been healing from it is to kind of get out of my comfort zone and put myself out there in friendships again um and Leah always knows she knows this as well because I always tell her like oh I hate how attached I am to you and I'm like why do I care (laughs) but I think it is a really important thing is to kind of just like rip the band-aid off and like put yourself out there again um even if it means getting hurt because I I do think a life filled with like love and friendship is worth a lot more than a life without even if it comes with pain sometimes um but I don't think I've had like concrete ways it's more just like literally pushing myself out there and I guess giving myself time to heal I mean my my big friendship breakup happened when in like I was in 10th grade Mm -hmm. so I was probably like 14 (laughs) or 15 and so I mean it's kind of sad to think that since then I don't I never like fully invested in other friendships um but you know I'm still young I have a lot of friendships to make in the future and a lot of experiences hopefully good ones and if another heartbreak comes it does and yeah but we'll we'll go into concrete things here yeah that's that's the thing with like age though because I think or at any point in time you're just gonna deal with a situation the best you can with like the tools you have you know so at yeah. that point, what you kind of had to do to process and move on was like to shut yourself off and to try and kind of protect yourself, which I think is such like a normal coping mechanism. And I think it's very much applicable to romantic breakups as well. Because I think people yeah. go through the same thing of kind of like shutting their heart off if they go through heartbreak and just being like, I can't go through that again. Like that pain is just too much, you know? What if I lose mm. the next person I invest into? So let me just not invest at all. And I think yeah. that fear of pain and that fear of heartbreak is so real. And like in no matter what form of relationship and it can really like prevent you from kind of opening your heart again and like being open to new experiences. And I think it's like a a bit of a balance because I do think it's very normal to have to protect yourself a little bit because maybe at the beginning like you're then just like not healed and maybe you'd attach in kind of a, a wrong or like almost like trying to replace the gap that was kind of made by the other person. So I do think whether it's in a friendship breakup or whether in like a romantic breakup I think there is some value to be had in kind of working on yourself first and then you know obviously with friendships it's different because I also don't feel like you should completely isolate yourself because I do think other friends can get you through that you know but Mm. I think there's definitely value to be had like with if you break up with a partner to sit with yourself alone for a while and I guess that like ties into kind of my experience because yeah it kind of like I guess my like romantic background I probably started dating people when I was around like as in like kind of going on dates you know kind of seeing people quote-unquote when I was about (laughs) 17 16 and I think since then without even realizing I really became like because I, I didn't feel very pretty or desirable when I was a teenager. And I think then when I was like that age, I was like, oh, okay, someone likes me. And then it's like, oh, that makes me feel good. External validation. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep that and not let it go. <laughs> so I think ever <laughs> since then, all. really, I was always like kind of seeing someone, dating someone. If one thing ended, I was straight on to the next and then um always messaging someone at least to some degree you know kind of I mean to be honest I wasn't even very fair to the to the men that I was seeing um with how I was kind of playing it you know and then I I came to uni and I I got into a relationship with my my ex my really like 
only other long-term relationship and I was together with him for a bit over three years we moved in together after uni and yeah I think in the end I I guess did the breaking up if you would if you'd say it like that but I definitely wouldn't say that it was an easy process and I think everyone that's kind of been in that shoes as well of like having to end a relationship knows that it's I don't know if it's just as heartbreaking because I think I can't imagine Mm. that pain of not seeing it coming and then kind of the rug being ripped out under you um but I think I do think it's it is so much like it's just as hard in the sense that you you almost have broken up with that person in your head before and you you kind of have to justify hurting the other person yeah and like actually putting yourself first which can be so hard to do because it's, it's so easy to kind of be like well I'm ha- I'll am i stay in it a bit longer and like be unhappy because that's easier than actually like putting myself first and I think a lot of people don't do that so I like I actually do think we don't give enough credit to the person that is doing the breaking up with like it's so hard to do especially when you have cared for that person yeah. for a long time as well and also like you kind of bear all of the responsibility for the falling out like you know that any heartbreak you experience after any heartbreak the other person goes through or at least you feel like that is all on you you know you made that decision so even if you have moments of like doubt or regret or anything afterwards it's like you feel like you can't really experience that or you feel bad for experiencing that and I know a couple of situations where like my friends exes have like broken up with them and then come like crawling back a year after or half a year after because they're like oh I made a mistake like please take me back and whatever yeah and so I think there is something for the, you know to be said for that and I guess in my experience I at the beginning did the, I feel like the same thing as you did like shut off my emotions and just straight but I just jumped straight into dating other people because that was kind of my coping mechanism that I knew from when I was like a teenager and what made me feel good and it was only really kind of a, a year into the breakup probably to be honest in like lockdown um that I really started analyzing what I was doing and kind of really how the breakup had affected me and the relationship itself and that's when I was like okay I actually have to just take a break from men and that like external validation and that's the time period that I've spoken about a lot on the podcast because that's when we started the podcast I started going to therapy (laughs) I went sober for three months so it was kind of like that was like a big kind of learning curve but that was all still that was like my real breakup healing process you know there was a lot of different waves within that like even before that I think it's just like I really experienced firsthand how the healing is not linear thing you know it wasn't like in the movies where like I you know the breakup happens and I'm then in bed crying with a pint of ice cream being consoled by my friends yeah and then <laughs> For like three months and then suddenly you're fine you've been yeah gone. or then like <laughs> so okay bit by bit it, it gets better it wasn't like at least for me it wasn't like that like at the beginning I actually because I think it had been weighing on me for so long this sounds so bad but I did feel a sense of relief almost like okay the hard part at least felt like it was over within my mind And then, yeah, I just kind of moved on, ignored what was going on. And then I think, again, when, like, I think my brain was more ready to handle it, that's when, like, bit by bit, the memories came back and kind of the the emotions came back. And it was kind of, like, after half a year, that kind of happened for the first time. And then, again, after half a year. And so... So if you went back to past you, would you tell that person to not go on dates as soon as the breakup happened? Would you kind of tell yourself to to actually process it instead of going through those dating experiences because obviously it's so interesting to think in hindsight yeah yeah it's really difficult because again I think like I was just doing what I felt like was best and like what was I was trying to help myself feel better but I do think yeah if I could go back I think I would recommend past me to not date seriously because basically what I ended up doing was jumping into a couple of kind of serious dating experiences and I ended up hurting other people that were involved in those because I thought I was ready for something and I wasn't and I feel like again we've like maybe all been on the receiving end of that where it's like you're dating and I've I've seen Mm -hmm. that kind of like on the other side like of my friends getting into situationships with people and then getting invested and then it's like 
they they said they were ready they said they were ready to commit and then they suddenly changed their mind and it's like what happened like you know so they weren't honest with themselves exactly and that's exactly what I was doing you know I yeah and and it ended up hurting me obviously but hurting the other person that I was kind of because I was lying to myself I was affecting other people and I'm not saying that like every single person that dates straight after a breakup is going to go through that because I think I was also going through some like shit of my own that I just like I hadn't processed a lot of things you know in the in that time period yeah I think the key thing is if a breakup did happen and you you start like missing the relationship I think you, it's so important to like sit down with your with yourself and think okay what am I actually missing is it the person or is it the like intimacy let's say or is it like going on dates and like exploring places or whatever and then it's being honest with whoever you take on those experiences with going forward so if if you want to start dating someone it's being clear that that yes you're not ready to be in a committed relationship and you're not ready to kind of like fully commit to yourself to that person but you are in that mindset where you still are craving those like intimate relationships and as long as you're being honest with the person that you're doing that with and with yourself then I don't think there's anything wrong with like putting yourself out there after a breakup if that makes sense yeah can I give like a controversial opinion oh my god go for it (laughs) I do think that like you can be honest with the other person but it's still not going to be received like I was honest with the people that I was dating in terms of like I'm not ready for a relationship I'm you know I can't commit to anything blah 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 it still ends up hurting the other person because but it's I think like, that's not your, a you problem that's a them problem because you were honest I know. and upfront and I think that's but I guess, them having yeah. false expectations like maybe I can change them and make yeah. them want to be with me and that's like you should never go into a relationship hoping to change yeah. the other person to want to be with you and I think that is true. in those situations, you can only blame... This might sound harsh, but, like, you can only blame yourself if the other person was 100% transparent. Because it's almost like yeah. you listening to their feelings and their their mindset and being like, well, I don't care about that. Like, I don't care about yeah. if you're ready and I want you to feel how I'm feeling. And I think that's not fair on the other person. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is so common like if you're after a breakup and you are missing that like intimacy like that person that you were able to do everything with you know that person that you messaged the you know as soon as something good happened as soon as something bad happened like I think that is that feeling of like togetherness you have a partner like somebody you can properly rely on if you're missing that and then you're going out on dates trying to seek that first of all it's not something easy to find, you know? <laughs> You're going to be out there seeking something that is not going to happen from you going on hinge dates or you going on dates yeah. with old flames or whatever. I think the only way that you can kind of try and, I guess, fill the gap that that person left, obviously focus on yourself, but I think also, like, find it in friendships, you know? I think yeah. after breakups is a lot of times where like actually your relation your other relationships like blossom because a lot of the times we don't even realize how we've like especially I think when when we're younger like I definitely did that in my last relationship without even really like realizing and meaning to I let a lot of my friendships like I just didn't put as much effort into them yeah as I should have and then after your breakup you're like you realize like the the thing you really have through it all is family and friends yeah so I think, I mean, and that's, I think what, like, I've definitely learned, like, in in my relationship now, I still make it, like, such a priority to, like, make sure that, you know, my friends are, like, family kind of thing. But that only happened because of my last breakup and because I realized how much you were kind of how I distanced myself from friends and yeah. how I wasn't, I even like you, like, I didn't properly allow myself sometimes to go deeper into relationships because I just didn't allow myself to have that emotional connection with other people when I was still in like my last relationship yeah and I I think also it's important as that friend to like not blame the other person for not prioritizing you during their first relationship for example because it's always like so new and exciting um and like you said like you only realized how important it was once you went through the breakup so it's also like when if you are that friend and and your friend has gone through a breakup and they're coming back to you and needing your support I think it's so important not to make them feel guilty or like be like oh well you left and now you're coming back whatever because that's so toxic number one um uh-huh. and you never know 
like what their relationship was truly like and if if genuinely they didn't notice how different their relationship was yeah. with you you know i i agree but i also think like again in friendships you also have to be honest like if a friend if you feel like for example i think some people have like patterns of like they get into relationships they distance themselves and yeah, then come yeah. back to the friend and stuff and that also like you don't have to take as a friend you know no. you have to be honest and be like obviously i'm here for you but also to let you know like you distancing yourself from me hurt me you know or like you deprioritizing yeah. me in that instance so i think it's maybe like i guess it's kind of like a from a different perspective that's like the the friend of the the breakup b <laughs> um but i think friends are like really the people who can like shift or and family as well like i remember family making me feel like safe and like making me feel like even though everything feels like it's been toppled up on its head because it's like your whole idea of your future is uprooted like everything that you thought was going to happen and that you could depend on like suddenly gets ripped out from under you and but then it's like holding on to those constants like family where like okay everything's gone kind of tits up but like my family's still there or my core friends are still there or I still have my job or I still have kind of future aspirations and I think what really helped me is kind of like rediscovering myself and like things that I had unintentionally letting go of letting go that was a not good English um (laughs) let go of within the relationship like passions that I'd let slide and kind of like things almost like that made my my childhood self happy and that I was then like rediscovering yeah I mean when I was looking at like the ways to move on in a relationship that was a key thing it was it was rediscovering yourself and throwing yourself back into your passions um and it like I don't know how to say the doctor's name, Dr. Gary Lewandowski, I don't know, author of Stronger Than You Think. Um, and he also did a tech talk. He said that, um, <laughs> your, not your me, not, so funny. <laughs> so bad, please correct me. Um, but he said that research shows that breakups in themselves lead you to experience a, a loss of self. And when you lose a relationship, you're losing also a part of who you are. Because that becomes a part of your identity is being in that relationship. Um, and when, so like like you said, like those constants in a relationship are changed. When you go through a breakup, all of that changes. It's obviously normal to experience a loss of self. So the key thing is like recapturing those moments that you that you did sacrifice while you were in a relationship. Um, and going back to like your hobbies and your friendships and like things that you used to enjoy that you may have put at, at the back of your mind whilst you were in a relationship um and so yeah focusing on yourself can actually help you focusing on rediscovering yourself can actually help you heal um in a in the breakup because you're no longer experiencing that loss of self yeah I definitely agree and I think it's so difficult to see this when you're going through it but I do think that breakups are the one of the most powerful transformative experiences that you're going to go through like I think every breakup and if you're going through a breakup now just know that no matter how hard and fucking shit it is right now, you're gonna emerge so much stronger, so much more in touch with yourself and so much more ready for the future and like whatever is meant for you. Because it sounds so cliche as well, but I think it's so true. Like the relationship that is meant for you and the love that is meant for you was not that love, you know? Otherwise the breakup wouldn't have happened. Yeah, wouldn't have happened. And that's so hard to realize when I think, especially when you really were in love with that person you really thought that they were your future but you have to believe that you know the love of your life or whoever you're going to spend the majority of your life with you know this heartbreak that you're feeling right now wouldn't have happened with them and they're not that person and you're going to find somebody who is going to make you feel love in a way that you've not experienced before because every type of love is so different and even though you think that you might not find like a person again and because it it is like love is difficult to find and a relationship is difficult to find like I think from like romantic movies we're told that it's so it's such like an easy thing and people can go from relationship to relationship and blah 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 but you know there's a lot of people who are single for multiple years after they end a long-term relationship and that's nothing bad it's because actually you realize that love is rare and very special and but it doesn't make it less worth finding you know and it doesn't mean that you're not going to experience it again because I know you will and it's going to be 
a lot better and healthier than your last relationship because also like how you will have grown yeah and it doesn't mean staying with someone where your relationship is like okay just because you're scared that it's love is so rare that it's so hard to find like it's actually better to seek it I think than to like stick with something that feels average and you're like well I don't know like there's nothing too bad about this relationship so Um, much better but exactly what you were saying one of the one of the like ways to move on was was to take off the like rose colored glasses and like stop idolizing the person that has broken your heart and a key thing to do is if you've gone through a breakup and um you're sitting there being like oh but the relationship was so good and so good whatever clearly it wasn't good because you're not together anymore um so it's actually important to sit down with yourself and and write down the small things that you could never like any small disagreements that you could never solve like things that maybe you'd always just like passively like make up but actually deep down they didn't align with you in those ways or like little pet peeves or like negative qualities about that person and that's not to say that then you can like shit on the other person but it's it's just a reminder to you that like the relationship wasn't as perfect as you may have thought um and there's a reason that you're no longer with that person anymore yeah so it's important to like not it's almost like not romanticizing the person you were with after the breakup and equally i think people have a tendency to especially if the person has hurt us or done us wrong to like do the opposite of like kind of like villainizing them and be like they're so shit they're the worst person ever like i can't believe you know like i feel like we've all seen this of like the whole friend group banding against the ex and being like he's such a piece of shit like he didn't deserve you blah 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 and i mean to be fair maybe it's very true like maybe he didn't deserve you or she didn't deserve you maybe he didn't deserve. but (laughs) i think the only person that is gonna hurt more from you truly villainizing that person in your head is you because you holding on to resentment and you holding on to anger is only going to hurt yourself because it's only going to prevent your own healing process because it's like so much negative emotion that you're like you're storing inside you and you're expending on this person that hurt you like who is that benefiting you know he's not feeling it she's not feeling it whoever this person is um the only person that's gonna like still be suffering from this this resentment and this anger towards a person is you so I think also another key step I think is like letting go of that anger um and no that's gonna be really difficult like especially if there was cheating involved like if the person cheated on you um or if the person betrayed your trust in some way that is fucking difficult to move on from you know and to let go of that yeah it's like separating to be like okay so thinking of the things that didn't work they weren't faithful in a way that you were expecting but and realizing that that's not something you're looking for in a relationship going forward but also like not using so much of your energy to villainize the person so accepting that the the way they treated you in the relationship was the problem rather than like treating it with hate i think yeah um another another big thing that i wanted to talk about as well is not um uh, engaging in like revenge posting Mm. so like being like oh and especially with like getting the revenge body i think that's such a toxic thing is like as soon as a breakup happens you're gonna be like i'm gonna show that person what they're missing and like extremely wanting to like almost become the person that you're scared that they're gonna get with Mm -hmm. next and like trying to be better than that person and i think that's just so so unhealthy especially with like one then becoming so obsessed with like posting on instagram and like or or whatever social media platform that you're using i feel like we've all seen this like suddenly people change their posting behavior and you're like i know you've just broken up with your boyfriend girlfriend like i, I know <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so it's actually so sad mm. um because even in those situations you're still prior you're still thinking and like doing things for the other person and you're prioritizing yeah. them in your mind and that's not going to help you move on and then if they don't react to your photos or they don't um message you afterwards then you feel guilty you're like oh well clearly i'm not doing enough worse if they message you because then they're back in your brain you know and then it's like oh okay that crumb gave me something like that worked let me do that again you know okay this is a controversial thing i wanted to ask as well 
Should you block your ex after you've broken up with them? Mm. Okay, I think blocking is... I think it depends. Like, it's so situation dependent. Because if the person... And I've seen this from friends. Where, like, the person wouldn't leave them alone. And they'd be messaging them on email. And commenting on their old Instagram posts. And making fake accounts and stuff. Like, in that case, I think... Yes, block. Because you have to protect yourself. I think, for example, in, in my case, it wasn't like we broke up on hateful terms or anything like that. I do think that, like, I probably because we kind of stayed in contact quite a bit after the breakup and I think you do that because like you're still finding comfort in each other and like the the like detaching process I think really difficult yeah Yeah. and you want to like know how's that other person person doing and everything you know so I think that is normal but I I do think it's more helpful to distance yourself as much as you can as much as like even though it's so difficult but I do think it's really difficult to heal from someone if they're still so present in your life like and even though for example yeah, like at I the time I was so like true. no this is fine like I'm over it but I like still care about him so like I still want to like be checking in and stuff but I think sub like subconsciously that was me lying to myself as well even though I didn't consciously realize that it was still like me almost like it's like a safety blanket to still be in contact it's like holding with on your ex. yeah I feel like it's almost also like um maybe people pleasing like still wanting to know that they think of you in a positive way and I think like let's say you you go through a breakup and then there's instant like you instantly go from talking every day to no contact whatsoever you I feel like you can't help but over and when I say you I don't mean you I mean like plural you as a yeah um start to like think oh what are they thinking of me or like how are how am I in their minds like am I now this villain or am I someone that they are like oh thank god I don't have that in my life anymore and I think it's easy to feel maybe overwhelmed by becoming someone becoming a negative thought in someone else's mind and I think that's really hard to handle but I think personally I think you see like having distance in a relationship in a breakup is so important in a relationship (laughs) not in a relationship (laughs) just block them when you're in the relationship to be honest no no but yeah keeping distance from a breakup is so important um but I also see the other side of like especially if you end on good terms and being actually caring for like their successes Mm -hmm. and like their family and people that you've genuinely built people that you love like people that you build connections with it's so hard to just wake up one day and like have a sudden disconnection from those things yeah so I think it's more it's more about like realizing the situation that you're in and 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 what way the relationship ended if it if it was hostile and like they treated you like absolute crap then yes completely remove that from your life but if it ended because maybe your differences or priorities changed and like you still care about the person I think it's okay to to see what they're up to but maybe like be mindful of how it's affecting you yeah and just maybe put some time in between it because I I realized that like it it actually was fine and it didn't set me back after like a couple like over a year had passed because then actually enough time had happened for like that I'd you know done more healing and everything and now if like I haven't seen him in a long time actually but I think now if I saw him again like obviously I'd want to know like oh how's he doing like what's been going on I don't feel the need to be messaging him or to be checking in and stuff like that which is what I did no which is what I had at the very beginning so I think it's also realizing that like time will change your relationship and your like attachment to that person I think in a good way because I think you just you more and more are able to like de-attach yourself from that person and more see them as like somebody that was like such an important part of your life like that is never going to go away they're always going to be part of your history and they're going to have shaped you in like extreme ways so I think one other thing that I wanted to touch on was something that I really struggled with in my breakup was like feelings of guilt and feelings of and this was even before the breakup like what I was touching on before like feelings of shame and failure because I think even though it was my first relationship I had this in my head of like this was gonna be it you know especially like having moved in with someone like I think there was a lot of feelings of like yeah having failed having failed my family because I'd introduced someone to them like you know 
I think that is another thing. It's so painful. And and then obviously just feeling feeling guilty and not only because I was the person who broke up with someone but then just like feeling guilty about how a lot of things had gone in the relationship and how I handled a lot of situations and like I went through a lot of things in my mind of like I could have handled this differently and this and you know where would you be if I'd I'd done this in a different way and I think that is something that will just like eat you up inside you know that's like a never-ending cycle and I think that is something that like if you're experiencing it and to some extent like obviously I think it's so normal like don't feel like you're the only person experiencing this because not only are you experiencing it and like thousands of other people right now in this moment going through a breakup probably your partner is experiencing it like your ex-partner is experiencing it to some degree yeah you know because I think it's like no matter what happened like what are the tangible things that happened you're gonna especially if you're like a sensitive person or like an emotional or caring person you're gonna like fucking go over and over in your brain and be like how could I have prevented this what could I have done differently I you know and I think that's the like one of the key things like try and let go and like trust me I know how difficult it is because I I feel like I still deal with like so much easier said than yeah I still feel like I deal with like guilt and um like I don't know if trauma is the right word but it definitely like impacted me so much and like what happened in my last relationship too that I have to catch myself out in my current relationship in terms of like am I reacting this way because of my last relationship or am I reacting because it's like an objective thing that's affecting me you know um so I think that's also something if like then you start dating again something to be aware of like what is triggered by the past or what is actually your your new your your true self's feelings yeah to add on to what you were saying I think um it's like you were saying like even if there was a, a clear reason for a breakup your brain is always going to go into like the what ifs and creating narratives and thinking back to moments and almost like creating stories um and the reason that we do that is because um brain studies apparently have shown that when you're withdrawing from a romantic love it actually activates the same like mechanisms in our brain that gets activated when addicts are also withdrawing from substances that they're using um and so essentially what we're doing is we're trying we're searching for these answers but we're actually holding on to the relationship we're trying to hold on to the relationship out of addiction, not because an explanation to those questions that you're having will actually help you get over um, the relationship. And no explanation is ever going to feel satisfying. And like I remember having so many conversations with you where we were like trying to think of the relationships and um, trying to think of like, oh, did this happen because of this and like all these things. But actually it would never, you'd never kind of feel closure yeah. from it. Um, and so it's, it's like you were saying, like being willing to just let go and like stop seeking answers and stop seeking these explanations and just accepting that it's over, which sounds so, it sounds so like harsh, but sitting there and being like, oh, what if I did this? And like starting to blame yourself or blame the other person or different things. It's, there's no point in doing that because it's, it's just going to make you, more addicted in the relationship that's over so there's like no benefit to it whatsoever yeah but just know that it's a such an awful thing to be going through you know and it's not yeah oh my god it's not kind of it's completely natural that you're feeling a certain type of way and even if like obviously kind of the main thing I I was talking about was like my long-term relationship but I've also had like situationships ending which like have really affected me and made me spiral in the same sort of way and again I've seen this like firsthand from really close friends of mine where actually again the situationship breakups can fucking hurt and again I think they can sometimes be the least answered because it's like you have a lot of the times you don't have that same like responsibility that you would have towards like a long-term ex where maybe you would meet again like you do get and I again I completely agree with you like you're never gonna get like closure I don't think really exists like I think you can find closure in yourself no. not from another person um but I think with like a situationships it's almost even more difficult because you don't even get those types of 
answers that you're seeking and you often don't really know what was the reason or it could even just like fizzle out like it could literally end in like a ghosting and you know and then it's even more so oh, like, those are the most painful thing though yeah and then it's like, even more so what did I do like what changed like we were like going on dates and I, I thought this was going well and I think in those cases you can blame yourself even more and be like why has this happened what did I do wrong did I do something and that changed his opinion of me or her opinion of me and um yeah I just think it's don't discredit your emotions just because your relationship was shorter or less official than yeah you know someone else's breakup like every single breakup and again the same with like friendships right like that is com- that is still so valid for you to be feeling the way you're feeling. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, like you're saying, the, the length of the relationship doesn't correlate to like the length of how long it takes to move on because it's so dependent on the person. Um, but I, I agree with you on like not seeking closure before you're letting yourself move on because you're never going to get like, it's not like it's all A, B, C. I'm, once I get these answers, I can move on because that's just not the reality of it. And like, you'll never heal if you're seeking those answers. And I think the most important thing is to take whatever learnings you have from that relationship forward onto your next relationship. And you can only then hope that the next partner that you're you're with is better fitting because you then know yourself like yeah. ways that you want to be treated in a relationship and like things that you're willing to be to put up with and things that you're not willing to put up with or even like ways that you could be a better partner in a relationship I think you only yeah. know you only really it's kind of like that saying where like you only know what you had when it's like lost so like let's say you, you haven't been appreciative of your partner in that relationship and you don't realize it until after that person has broken up with you or vice versa then like taking that into the next relationship that like you really want to show how much you love that person and like make them realize how appreciate appreciative you are but obviously that's like case dependent um but another another thing that i think is also good in a break and after a breakup is um creating uh, new memories in in things that you used to do with your partner so like I read I read it in an article which will source um in the episode notes but for example going to your local coffee shop that you used to go with your partner or like your favorite artist with the partner or like taking your dog out for a walk all those things you're no doubt gonna start to associate like even if you go by yourself your heart's gonna be like oh this is something I used to do with my partner Mm -hmm. so actually like creating new memories of those things with other people like your friends instead because then you can still enjoy what you're doing but you're not tying it back to the the person you're tying it to new memories so for example going to your favorite restaurant that you used to go to with your partner with your friends yeah um which sounds like a weird thing to advise but it does make sense in my head because then you're not just like avoiding everything yeah you're actually being like you know what I can enjoy this place and it, it had more to do with the experience of like being happy in that moment rather than just that person if that makes sense yeah no that's so true we've been doing that with like so a couple of my friends went through like situationship breakups literally at the same time like earlier this year so we've been like rewriting a lot of the memories that like they made with like those those people that were in their lives and like going to the same parks again or going to like the the same pottery class or you know what where they went on a date or that restaurant and stuff and I think it makes you feel really weird in the moment because you're like this is the weirdest sense of like deja vu and in the moment you might like miss them first a little bit more but then actually you realize like your life is moving on without them you know and you're yeah you're rewriting those memories you're not forgetting about what happened but you're making yourself no. realize everything that you can and will experience going forward. And I think exactly. one last thing that like, I guess I want to kind of leave the episode on from my perspective. I, I just want to give hope like, because I remember genuinely feeling like I would never find love again. That I was not capable of being in a healthy relationship. That I was never going to be so. And that was genuinely like how I how I felt after my breakup and also like to be honest probably like quite unworthy of a healthy relationship you know and I think through like doing this sounds so shit because it's like oh doing the work (laughs) is such a blanket statement but you know 
within that blanket statement, it's like months and months of journaling, of therapy, of talking to people, of being brutally honest with myself, of, you know, crying myself to sleep, of, you know, all of that is kind of within that encapsulated. But kind of after like months of that, finally getting to a place of, I think I really had to just reevaluate like my values of what I, it really made me think about what do I want in a partner? What do I want in a relationship? And yet, how do I want to show up as a partner? Because I did so many things wrong in my last relationship. I can like hand on heart say that and hand on heart say that I was not the partner I'd want to be, you know? And I knew that. And I think my breakup made me realize all of those things made me realize what I deserved and also what my partner deserves and I think like even I I remember just a couple of weeks before I met my my now boyfriend I wrote down what I want in my dream relationship like my future relationship I wrote down exactly how I want to (laughs) feel and I was reading it back like a year later or something and those things have exactly come true so I think like (laughs) these things do work and I think it's so beautiful when like you can look back at your past self and be like you made that happen you know like you may not feel it right now but it will come into your life because as soon as you start putting that out there you're gonna attract the right things and you're not gonna attract those like unhealthy dynamics anymore and same with like I think how I've been able to kind of show up in my relationship because of my past experiences I think I've been able to be a completely different partner to my boyfriend now and it's just, you know, even the love that I feel and like the, the security I feel in my relationship now is completely different to my last relationship. And even it's though so I beautiful. never thought that was possible. So I just want to like give hope as well that you will get out of this. And not only will you get out of this stronger, like you will find love in yourself and love in another person. That's more than you could have imagined. Like I know it. I know it from the depth of my heart. I know that you will. Oh. yeah that's so sweet that makes me so emotional but I think yeah that's so true and it's just like being being patient with yourself and I think realizing realizing that the, that the little things you do to care for yourself and for the relationships around you are all going to contribute to you being a better partner and then having that better relationship so it's not gonna it's not like an easy fix if that's the word to use it's going to be those little moments where you're prioritizing yourself and prioritizing your friendships and and healing and like you said from at the beginning that it's not going to be linear and some days are going to be good and some days you're going to get triggered (laughs) um because you are going through you're basically like grieving a relationship so it's it's okay to kind of just accept that some days will be good and some days are going to be bad and it's not like you're taking a step backwards it's more just like appreciating where you are and whatever um stage you are in that healing process um yeah and I think it's just like being kind to I always say this at the end of every every episode it's like being kind to yourself in those moments um yeah and just know that there's only a better outcome at the end of that process time will heal it but also uh, this is such a like I feel like it's such a blanket statement that everyone says and I don't think time will heal things if you don't also put in active steps you know because then it can draw it out a lot longer but it will get better with time and then also you putting in those those steps to work on yourself and work on your own heart and mind and I I think like be kind to yourself is so relevant though because you have to like you're I feel like very often not very kind to yourself after a breakup and you know that's when like your heart needs the most love because it's kind of been like a lot of love has been taken away you know so you you need that if you're listening to this and you're going through a breakup um, and you're feeling all these things, obviously, number one, remember that you are incredible and, like, that's not the end of <laughs> the good things in your life. There's there's so many positives out there um, and so much worth waiting for. But I would also say, and, and obviously do whatever you want to do, it's your life, but <laughs> it might be cool to do what Leo, it might be cool to do what Leo did where it's, like, write down what, like, what version of, you that you want to be in your future relationship and then what you're um hoping to receive from a partner and then just like I think it's such a cool thing to then reflect back on because again you might then be in a new relationship for a year and then look back and be like oh wait that's not actually what I want and then you kind of get to really tune into your needs which I think 
sometimes we do have to be selfish and it's important to be selfish i think selfish is not as it shouldn't be seen as a negative word obviously don't put yourself at the expense of others but um you need to know what you want because you'll never be also a good it's not fair to the other person if you're sitting there and like lying to yourself about being in a relationship i think it hurts the other person as much as it hurts you so being honest to yourself and to to your part your future partner as well yeah yeah because i guess even and if you're at that point where like you're considering breaking up with someone or you know take it from someone who has been in that place that it's gonna be tough but you're gonna be so much better off like it's the you need to do it for yourself and for the good of the other person because they don't deserve to be with somebody who is feeling that way either so you know it's it's for both for both people I think sometimes you you have to honor your feelings and you have to follow through with that and like trust when your intuition is telling you something is not right so yeah but yes I think we can end it on that (laughs) yeah it's a a bit of a food for thought episode maybe because I think even if you're not going through a breakup it's still an interesting listen um, yeah. it was interesting for me to talk about as well having never gone through a breakup a, a, a traditional relationship breakup yeah. um, and it's make it's making me want to be like even continue and like hope to be a better partner as well in the future because I think it's always a, yeah. a work in progress as well um, but yeah thank you for listening to this episode yeah Thank you so much. And we're sending lots of love to wherever you are right now. If you're going through a breakup and want to message us, please do. Our DMs are always open at the Matcha Diaries. And yeah, I mean, to those of you who live in London or live close to London, well, hopefully we'll see you soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can always message us if you want more details as well or like an insight into what it will be like. Um... And we hope to see you there and meet in person and yes. be our awkward selves, but it'll be fun. Hey. <laughs> okay. Speak to you next week. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.